Who do you want to be? Stop. An iconoclast, shifting reality, shaping it into something bigger, innovating, breaking the rules. Oh, I dare you! I dare you to increase the standard, to wear the badge of excellency, to operate past the ceiling of potential. And if you choose to be anyone, choose to be iconoclast. Because this, this is a place where we build you, so that you can build the world. A place that is tailored for icons. Welcome to Iconoclast. Sending shoutouts with shoutouts to you. My name is Chidi Amadi Ahaneku, the head of the Amadi Ahaneku clan, and this. This is Iconoclast, the podcast that is tailored for icons. The real measure of your value is how much you'd be worth if you lost all your money. Today, I want us to talk about value over money. I think this topic is important because we really have to find people that teach more about prioritizing building value over money, because most times I've seen people value. Money over building value, that has proven to be very short-sighted. Because when you are playing the long game, when you are playing a ten-year game, you focus on getting more value and building more value than you do on getting more money. Because the thing about value as opposed to money is that value or building value now is an indicator in ten years of where to place my money. The thing with value is that sometimes money can be the sacrifice for attaining value in the future, and if you want to play the long game, the ten years game, the billionaires game, what you start to see is that money isn't more valuable than value. And what I'm hoping you see from this is the accessory nature of money, that money is inevitable if value is present. Let me repeat that money is inevitable if value is present, but in most cases you have to forego money in order to be more valuable, and that's the paradox of it. Because yes, we do want to eat, and we do want to eat now, but the predicament that we have and that we are faced with is that we still also have to build value, so that even though. Maybe we don't eat as much as we'd like to right now. At some point in our lives, we will be valuable enough that money will be inevitable. What we also have to understand is that money is merely a tool. It is a tool of recognizing value, and if there was no money, which is these actual notes that we use, there would be another way of recognizing value. And this is just to put into perspective the use of money in relation to value. There are other ways of recognizing value outside of money, but value remains value, and money just remains a way of recognizing value. Value is built, money is earned, and the reason this is so is because you have to be valuable enough to earn the money. 
Money just becomes a byproduct of the extent of your value. I mean, it's a graph. So the higher you go in value, the more money you actually have. There are many ways to determine value. And one of the ways of doing so is by determining how valuable you are to the people around you. But the problem with this is that sometimes you are of the right value, but you are not in the place that considers you valuable. So when you build value, what makes you more valuable is being able to position yourself in a place that sees your value, a place that knows you are valuable. But how do you do this? How do you build value for yourself and how do you build value for the people around you? The art of building value is a long game and that's what people have to understand. Whether you're in entrepreneurship or in your career, you have to be determined and able and have the capacity to only play the long game. Let's give it perspective. I believe that the legal field is a field that fully incorporates the principles of building value. Because number one, the firm you work at determines how much value to attribute to you. So your positioning says a lot about your value. If you associate with a place and people who are valuable, you in turn grow in value. This is because of two things, the perception of value and the building of value. The perception of value to me is like osmosis. The more you are surrounded by or are in a place of value, the more valuable you become. The thing about value is that it is objectively built but subjectively determined. And the best place to be is to be the subject that is in control of the determination of your value. The second one was the actual building of value. And this is also made up of two things. Growth in knowledge and experience in input. But what am I saying? People are willing to pay you for knowing what they don't. And that is why you go to school. Well, <laughs> that should be why you go to school. So to be more valuable, you should possess information that many don't have. That is coupled with experience and input. The second thing. Let's talk about recipes. Isn't it funny that Coca-Cola has its recipe written on its bottles, but even if you tried making it, you couldn't? Well, that's experience of input. And maybe just copywriting. <laughs> the fact that you possess the knowledge doesn't overlook the fact that you need the experience of input. I'm sure we've heard the story of Picasso and the drawing on a napkin. If you don't, it's as follows. One day, the sun was out, the birds were chirping. It was a beautiful day. And Picasso was at a market in Paris. When an admirer approached him and asked him to draw a sketch for her on a piece of paper, he agreed, politely so, accepting the responsibility to showcase his talents, to showcase his skill. He agreed. He proceeded to draw the sketch on this napkin and he did it for five minutes. And after that, he gave it back to the admirer, but not before demanding one million francs. The lady was perplexed. How could you ask for so much? She asked. It only took you five minutes to draw this. With a soft voice, Picasso replied, he said no, 
took me 40 years to draw this in five minutes. And that is experience of input. Everyone knows how to paint, but more than anything, it is the experience that is pertinent. However, don't disqualify yourself because you think that you aren't good enough or you aren't experienced enough to do the work. Experience is the assurance people have that you failed enough times to not make them fail. And you've won many more times to still be here. So if you start now and you fail a lot, but you win a lot more, then you are on your way towards value. I am glad that a mentor of mine and a very good friend of mine as well taught me how to prioritize value, to prioritize the building of value, especially in a world that is filled with people who are just trying to make easy money, quick money. But the thing about building value separates the good from the great. It creates a whole different ball game, sets you apart in ways that you could never even imagine. Only if you build value, there will be consequences, there will be sacrifices. But at the end of the day, don't forget that value five years from now is an indicator of where to place the most money. And at that time, because you are more valuable, you can charge more. And then the Veblen effect sets in. That because you are higher priced, many more people will want to work with you because they will consider you of value. So even if you sacrifice just a bit now to contribute to the people around you, to be valuable, to collaborate and increase your value in that way, it will be worth it in the end. At some point, you will be recognized for the value that you took years and years to build. But it's the long game. And you have to be willing to play the long game. This is a very short episode for this week. And I hope that you continue to go out there and build value. Look for opportunities to build value. Collaborate. That's one of the greatest ways of building value. And grow. Continue to grow now for the future. And continue to become the tool that is ready and capable to change the future. Innovate consistently. Be iconoclast. And as they say in my Igbo language, done. Thank you.